0: and welcome to this Herbert Smith Free Hills podcast. I'm Lucy Morton, a lawyer in the planning team here, and today I have with me Martin Jarvis, an associate in our planning team. Hi Martin. Hello Lucy. We'll be talking about highways law today, when a developer might encounter adoption and dedication of highways, and what the difference is and what the processes are. Secondly, what the duty of maintaining a highway involves and how to avoid litigation. And thirdly, what stopping up of the highway means and why you might need to do this. We've had some queries from clients on these issues, so we thought it would be a good idea to provide a short introduction, and don't forget to get in touch if you're listening and if you have any further questions. So, Martin, when might a property developer come across adoption or dedication of a highway, and what's the difference?
1: Um, So to contextualise it, the most straightforward and common example would be where a developer is building out a new development. If we were to take a housing development, for instance, within that development there will be estate roads and those roads will in the first instance most likely be built on land which is in the ownership of the owner of the land, which is not surprising. Um, Once those roads are built and the development around it is in place, the owner of the land may well want to dedicate um, that land as highway so that those roads can be used as a right by the occupiers of the development and they may also want to seek the adoption of the roads so that the roads become maintainable at the public expense which in essence means that they become the responsibility of the relevant highway authority, which will usually be the local authority, although it can vary, and they would then be required to maintain those roads from the date of adoption. Um, So to, to, to summarise the difference between dedication and adoption, dedication essentially means when you create a highway, and adoption means when you pass on the liability for the maintenance of that highway to the highway authority. Um, so, to facilitate the adoption of a highway, a developer will commonly enter into an agreement pursuant to Section 38 of the Highways Act, and that will provide for the highway authority becoming responsible for the highway at a certain point in time. There will normally be provisions around the standard to which the road is to be built, which is where you get the term adoptable standards from, and there will normally be some sort of commuted sermon maintenance period to cover the costs and make sure that the highway authority don't find themselves overly exposed to unnecessary liability.
0: Okay, thank you. Uh, So that's adoption of a highway, and what's the process for dedicating a highway?
1: So the dedication of highway is most simply explained, as I mentioned earlier, as the creation of the highway. So there are two ingredients required for the creation of a highway, which are the dedication of a right for the public to pass over that highway, uh, rather to pass over that land, and the acceptance by the public of that right to pass over it. So it's essentially me saying, here's a road, you can pass over this as a right, and the general public then uses the road on that basis. Um, So to dedicate land as highway, the landowner must have decided to, and to have shown its intention to, give up the right to exclude members of the public from using the highway land. So there are various ways of dedicating a highway. It could be by agreement with the highway authority, it could simply be based on the actions that have taken place since the right-of-way was created, the available documentary evidence to prove use as a highway and the passing of time. It is also possible for land to be presumed to be dedicated as highway by virtue of long usage. Um, so, in accordance with Section 31 of the Highways Act 1980, which largely codifies the previous common law position, there is a presumption of dedication of a highway where a right-over-land actually been enjoyed by the public without interruption for a period of 20 years or more and given that the presence of a highway will mean that a landowner is limited in what they can do with the land because it's a a fence to block up the highway um, it can be problematic for them particularly where that's discovered at a later date and there was potentially development plan to be placed on that land.
0: Okay thank you and even if the land has been used as of right for 20 years What if a landowner or a developer doesn't actually want the land to be highway? How can he or she show that it's not dedicated to the public?
1: So where a landowner wants to allow the public to pass over land in their ownership but does not want that land to become public highway, they must demonstrate their intention that the land is not to be presumed to be highway, which is known as rebutting the presumption of dedication. Um, This can include physical acts sufficient to bring the public right into question. So the most common ways to rebut the presumption of the dedication of land as highway is to put up notices on the land confirming that this land isn't highway and isn't to be treated as such, Um, making sure that they're visible to the people that are using that way or to physically interrupt the way with a temporary barrier. So for instance, closing it off one day a year so the public can't actually pass over it. Um, and that would essentially be reasserting that they have no right to do so, but you are allowing them to do so at certain points in time.
0: Okay, and you mentioned that the highway authority is responsible for maintenance of highway land where it's adopted. Um, What does the duty of maintenance actually involve for the highway's authority?
1: So at the point of the dedication of the land upon which the highway is located and that becomes maintainable at the public expense, The Highway Authority is subject to a duty to maintain that highway, and that's a statutory duty that's placed on them. That duty requires the maintenance of the highway to be to a standard necessary to accommodate the ordinary traffic which passes or may reasonably be expected to pass along the highway. So any claim in relation to a failure to maintain the highway and any damage which would arise from that claim would depend upon whether the Highway Authority can prove it has taken the required degree of care in order to ensure that the highway is not dangerous to the public. So essentially, they have to keep it in good repair, and if they don't, and damage arises, then there's potential for a claim to be brought against them.
0: Okay, thank you. And if the land is dedicated, so it's created as a new highway, but it's not adopted, so not maintainable at the public expense, who would then maintain it, and would that maintenance be an onerous responsibility?
1: So where a highway has not been adopted, the owner of the land continues to be responsible for its maintenance. Liability for highways and private ownership is a little bit complex, but not overly onerous. And without going into too much detail, the general position is that an owner may be liable for misfeasance, which is doing something on the land in an unlawful manner, e.g. digging a hole without permission, but not for non-feasance, which is not doing something, for instance, not filling a hole... Which came about without them actually carrying out any actions. So, in general, we would advise that any landowner who has responsibility for a highway seeks to keep the land in a similar condition to that which it was in when it was dedicated as highway, so as to avoid any issues arising in the future and try not to try to avoid headaches or anything else.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, and what other implications could there be for a landowner other than maintenance where a highway is involved? Uh, We said we'd mentioned stopping up.
1: Yes. Well, another thing to think about is if a developer wants to build something on that land, but that land has a public highway running over it, um, they would then either need to accommodate the highway within the development or they would need to stop up that land so that they may lawfully prevent people from passing over that land. And stopping up essentially means extinguishing a highway. So basically you're stopping its continuance as a public right-of-way in the context of a development, the usual way a developer seeks to stop up a highway is pursuant to Section 247 of the Town and Country Planning Act. And that sets out that stopping up must be necessary in order to enable the development, which has been granted planning permission, to be carried out. An order to stop up the highway is made by the local authority and is then confirmed by that authority in London or by the Secretary of State. People can object to the making of an order and where they do so, any such objection and sorry, and where they do so and any such objection is not withdrawn before the end of the relevant period, a public inquiry will be held to determine the issue. Um, so it's not always very straightforward, and you may also find difficulties in justifying a stopping of order being made with a local authority, for instance. Um, and it's also relevant to bear in mind of who is actually the owner of the subsoil beneath the highway, um, because once that land is stopped up the ownership of the surface will revert to the owner of the subsoil. So it's no good thinking you're going to develop something on land, then stopping it up and finding someone else owns the land and you're in a ransom situation to try and build on it.
0: Okay, Thank you, Martin. Uh, That was a very informative session on highways. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you found it useful. And as we said, this is intended as an introduction to Highways Law rather than a comprehensive guide. So please do contact us um, for any further information. We are Martin Jarvis and Lucy Morton at Herbert Smith Freehills. Thank you.
1: Thanks very much.